You're listening to MLVC, the Madonna podcast, your place for all things Madonna Louise Veronica Ciccone. Today, we are talking about the second show at the O2. We've got John from London, but not originally from London. Scotland. That's right. I knew it was up. I knew it was up there. I was like... Up north. It's chilly up north, as Madonna said, during MDNA in Edinburgh. <laughs> uh, we had you... When did we have you on the show? Was that the second season? I think we had you like very early in the second season. I think we had you on the show. Yeah, it was right, a minute. It was, you, were was, ta- you were talking about Madame X. We were talking about the Polaroid. We were talking about Madame X. We were talking all things London Palladium. So that was early 2020. That was before the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I think it was second, maybe. Yeah. Second season. Cause we started the podcast in 2019. So, uh, well, welcome back. Sure, good to be here. Like I've never been away. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was. Thank you teasing. for having me. Thank you for uh, having me. I was teasing everyone on Instagram. You'll see it after you get off this. That I was like, uh, we're just waiting on my guest to stop posting on Instagram to join me. I'm like, yeah. you're keeping us waiting, like Madonna. <laughs> priorities, priorities. Yeah, social media first. Um, I, I, hey, I understand. You got to get those pictures up. Yeah, let, teach what you know, uh, share what you can. Um, oh, so I see you were in Danceteria. I still got the Danceteria band on. And I actually thought that the, the can you see that? Uh-huh. I thought that the, the M logo. Oh, was it all different, all different M's mm, from yeah. all the different eras? Oh, how fun. So I, th- I thought oh. you'd like to see that. Um, oh, so that's so we the, have... music, the music M, mm-hmm. I see the M. DNA M, I think. Yes, the, the Rebel oh, Heart. Reb- it's the Rebel a- Heart one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Very uh, fun. Oh, that's nice. And I, I actually thought that would make a really good tattoo, maybe for the wrist. It's the perfect size, so... Mm. Um, that's uh, very Madonna of you getting a wrist tattoo <laughs> yeah, do you have, I forget Madonna. do you have Madonna tattoos already I have some Madonna tattoos yes can you uh, show us any of them or are they oh um, sure are, are they just for the, the evening crowd to, oh okay. uh, uh-huh. can you see uh huh yep that's nice. the rebel heart the rebel nice. heart one and then have let it will be under that because let it will be I think it's just such a a good song and a sentiment as well. It's like, you know, when some of the show songs get cut from the show, you just have to <laughs> let it will be. <laughs> so let's talk about that. So you were there on an auspicious evening. I, I think people were anxious to see a full show tonight, mm-hmm. considering that we thought maybe because of the delays uh, yeah. from the first show, yes. that, oh, she'll, she, maybe there'll be extra songs. And that was not the case tonight because apparently... There was about a half an hour of technical difficulties. I've read that uh, one of the cameras on stage, I'm assuming maybe that camera that swoops in front of her during the opening, nothing really matters. Apparently that was not operational. So they couldn't start the show because obviously if they, you know, they want everything to be working. So it's not like Madonna Mm -hmm. can just go on stage and be like, figure it out while I'm dancing. So apparently that's what I read is that she was, delayed from going out because of a technical difficulty which then of course the o2 has this curfew that they're enforcing 
And so she had to, they ended at what, 11 o'clock UK time? It ended at 11 on the button. Yeah. And what, what happens when that? Like, is it, does it just, the lights just come on or how does they let her finish that song and then the lights come on? Well, it was like a close run match between the song and the lighting. Literally, she said, thank you, London, good night, disappeared into the trap. And then I could kind of see her clambering out of the trap, still with the full sparkling kind of cool mom goes to Ibiza jumpsuit on that I yeah. love so much. And um, then she it literally just said, thank you, London, good night. And then the lights came on straight away and, and the voice came on saying, everyone make your way out of the O2. Wow. Some so people just, were saying like last night, so obviously this is my second night. Some people have seen a lot of people said that they felt the last night's ending was quite abrupt for yeah. your typical Madonna show. Um so tonight it's like, you know, if last night was abrupt, then tonight <laughs> was <laughs> So you were there last night as well? I was there last night and last night I had block C three. So I was quite I was quite far back. Um but it was really refreshing to be able to watch the whole show and just really drink in all of the details. And obviously mm-hmm. it was fascinating to see any little changes between last night and tonight. Obviously last night, um, one of the remarkable things was that there was quite a lot of space for Madonna to fill. And she kind of, obviously, I'm sure that last night's guest told you like she was doing the whole kind of sex for showers um, yeah. chat. And um, it was very sincere. It was all very non-cynical and it was all Mm -hmm. really self-deprecating and it's just a joy to witness that kind of relaxed self-deprecating humor um in madonna i think and that's something that i've really noticed over the last couple of nights that that she's not she's not brittle in any way she's really sort of embracing um being on the stage and embracing all of her eras and um there was a little there was some changes in the way that she talked tonight um when you're a little bit further back there's no denying some of the finer details get a bit lost on you. For example, I, I didn't grasp last night that the person sitting next to her at the start of the show that she talks to is her younger self. That just kind of mm. sort of passed, passed me by a bit. Um, I thought it was just like a, a dancer that she was kind of like kissing to like as part of a provocative bit of the show. But when I realized it was a younger self tonight she went off in a different kind of angle and she was like, I, I just want to make everyone aware that Oh, but not make everyone aware, but I just I want to really um reinforce the reimport the importance of always keeping touch with your younger self. Never be ashamed of your roots. Always remember that you can always be there. Um you can always grow into the person that you want to. And I have so much to thank my younger self for. Um oh, that's nice. So she changed. Yeah, she's changed quite a lot of the dialogue. And tonight as well. She spat water out onto the crowd right after burning up. <laughs> so that was a bit of a change as well. She took a big drink of water and then spat it out, I, I believe, onto the crowd. But with love, obviously, coming from oh, a place please, of love. People would, that, that people would be clamoring to have that. Like, Madonna <laughs> have some drops. water on me. You know, like they'll love yeah. it. The people would be pushing out of the way. Um, so, yeah, so the, the whole ending was... It's very, I mean, even more abrupt. And it's very unexpected. Ended yes. it rain, and we didn't get to see. I think there was the like the like a virgin, uh, bitch Billie on Madonna. Jean mashup. Well, we didn't right, see the Michael bitch Jackson. On Madonna. Yeah, so the, uh, and the um, the Michael Jackson piece is, is is sweet. You know, it's really enjoyable. It's again, it's very 
lacks any cynicism. It's really embracing mm-hmm. the, like the, the pop sensibilities of the king and queen of, of pop. And it's sure. done in a really it's done in a really genuine kind of way. And I think that's one of the fantastic things about Madonna is that there is no cynicism or bitterness on her part about her past or about the fact that she has been celebrated as a pop artist. She's kind of really been so um embracing um, her past this tour obviously because it's greatest hits but um, she's very relaxed with everything and um, I think um, it was a shame to cut out the, it was a shame obviously that we lost anything but yeah um, well because yeah, I was um, curious to see if we were actually going to get a proper end you know like yeah. I thought we oh finally we'll be able to see if that's actually how she, she was ending it or if she was you know, adhering to the curfew and <laughs> that sort of backfired. And I'm sure that that's, <laughs> it's probably, I mean, she's got to be annoyed, you know, like she's trying to get the flow of doing the show down. And for the last two nights, it had, there's been issues, but I mean, that's how it's got to be, you know, it's, un- it's just unfortunate timing that she's opening the show at a venue that has a curfew, you know, like yes. had she, if she was doing this in New York, Madison Square Garden, they would just fine her if she was going mm-hmm. past. Like she'd have to pay overtime for the union workers, but New York wouldn't care. You know, they just, yeah. like, you know, subway runs. It's not like the trains shut down. You know, like mm-hmm. people would just be cranky that, oh, I have to get up early tomorrow. Wah, wah, wah. You know, um, I think I saw some uh, people spouting off online about how, like, Oh, I can't believe she was late. Here we go. And this is ruining her legacy. I'm like, people, calm down. This is not yeah. ruining her legacy. It's the second night of a show. There, there's going to be issues that come up. They're just getting their, they're finding their way with the show. You know, it's like, she's not ruining anything. It's not her fault that the camera wasn't running. Like, I'd get it if if she was like, I'm just not, I'm not ready. But you know, it's yeah. like, well, the, if the camera's not operational, you know, like I wouldn't want, I mean, did we see how high up she was? You know, like if it was like, oh, well, that movable box, it's it's not operational yet. Well, sure, Madonna, you go up 30 feet in yeah. the air. And, you know, like <laughs> it's just, people are kind of like, it's it's amazing how quick people are to celebrate her wins. Yes, vilify her if they do if she does anything that sort of irritates somebody you know like uh, they feel like they're being disrespected and like this isn't personal yeah i think where there has been late obviously starting in the past from previous tours everyone's always on an amber alert for it so the minute (laughs) an issue flares up it's like it's oh god this is it starting you know someone needs to buy an alarm clock and I, you know, I can't be a hypocrite. I've criticised in the past for for coming on late as well. Hands up, I absolutely have. But like you say, this is the second show. There's going to be technical sure. um, aspects to it, and that particular camera is such a pivotal piece. It never sits still. Like the guy who was controlling it came out and said to us, like, you know, um, this will be moving around. It's not going to be obstructing your view, which it totally didn't. So anyone who's going into the pits, don't worry that that camera is going to sit there and block mm-hmm. your view. It's up all the time. It comes down like, you know, twice. Um, and he was like, don't touch it. Uh, it like, like it's his, like his favourite pit. <laughs> um, so, and he keeps a very impassioned view on it. So I was really laughing because like, we've got like the dancers um, naked butt when he's got his jock strap on. I and then saw we've just that. Got this really kind of pan-faced camera guy just like really concentrating on the job in hand and not getting distracted by right, Not looking at the naked bum in front of him. 
No, no, he's definitely not one of the family. <laughs> oh, so I wanted to talk about that. So apparently people are saying that that moment when they're doing the Vogue, you know, tens mm-hmm. across the board. Yes, yes, yes. When, when, one of the, when one of the twins is voguing at them and Madonna. And so last night it was Madonna and, and, and Lourdes. Mm-hmm. Tonight it was Madonna and FKA Twigs. Yes, yes, yes. Be- although I was in the pits, I was quite far away from at that point and I was concentrating so much on that whole Vogue scene and the um I couldn't believe how much the twins have grown up so right. I didn't really I, I was wasn't just focusing so much on that but I thought as Lo- Lola looks totally different tonight and now that you say it's <laughs> FK Twigs that makes perfect yeah. sense yeah it was FK Twigs sense. and so people are theorizing that that's the new unapologetic bitch slash beer chat moment so and, you know, in ah, Rebel Heart, she had yes, Unapologetic yes. Bitch where she would bring somebody up on stage. You know, in Madame X, she would go into the audience and sit next to somebody and have a beer yeah. chat. And so they're saying that this is now that moment where so like somebody will be brought up on stage, whether it be a, a celebrity or a fan. I don't know if she will bring a fan up on stage, but if there was going to be a moment for that, that, that was that's when it'll be. That would make sense. Yeah, that would make absolute sense. And that, that would be such a high point if it if it does oh, get totally. rotated around. That'd be amazing. Um and create even more of a buzz. Um and it, I mean, um what what's the kind of chat across the pond? Like what what are people most excited about? Has people defined opinions yet? Have people kind of Oh, well, you tell me. I mean, you're the one seeing the show. What? what oh no, I meant over in America. Like, has there been any particular? I think kind people of are just. That... I think everyone who you know, because we're we're not, we haven't been. I mean, I've seen a couple. I know a couple of people who flew across and okay. were able to be there for opening night. And they, I think, the general consensus is that you know people are just happy that she's with us and she's performing. I did have a note. I think two people made this sentiment, which I thought was really interesting in that they thought it was almost that although they were happy that she was back on stage, there was something about the show that made them sad. And they were, they were, I think it was like a bittersweet feeling of seeing this show about Madonna covering her life and sort of looking back on her career and knowing where she's at right now and sort of embracing or confronting a bit of mortality in in her and in ourselves and i thought wow i'm like this is a this is a deep conversation this is to, deep you know, yeah to to be coming out of a show and be thinking like grappling with like Madonna's mortality, your personal mortality. I was like, wow, I don't know if I'm, <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready to deal with that. <laughs> you know, like, you, I think people are assuming they're going to go to a Madonna show and be like, holiday, and it's just going to be a party, party, and like they're coming out being like, I can't believe how old we all are. You know, like <laughs> that's so funny. I, I, yeah, it's a really interesting kind of hot take on it. I think, and I, I definitely valid. For me, I, I've found. Like when I've been watching, and I was on the lookout for some dark moments because there's always dark moments. Even if you think about Confessions and how sure. upbeat that era and that album was, obviously you had Live to Tell. You had some darker moments like um, Paradise Not for Me. I think, was it, yeah, you know. So there's mo- is, is Paradise Not for Me and Confessions. Oh, the, I forget the one was, with she, acoustic. She, it was I that. So and, yes, and, and Drown World. She Isaac, did acoustic. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, and Drown World was obviously mind blowing and Confessions on one of the one of the favorites. highlights of that show. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, and for me, um, my impressions were that the upbeat parts are obviously massively enjoyable, and the you can t- I, I really could tell that it was Stuart Price. I think who'd who'd put this together. His musicality completely shines through, and he has impeccable taste in yeah. dance music. Whether, it, whether it's Madonna, whether he's producing for somebody else, or whether for himself, um, there was none of that kind of. And I'm not saying that Madonna's ever done this in the past herself, but m- so many mainstream artists use that kind of whole cod kind of junior vasquez-esque kind of boom 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 beats for their dance remixes that really uh, they're not reinventing the song these like what, what i said initially it's like futuristic and contemporary but it stays true to the originals mm-hmm. um and holiday and into the groove aren't changed much um they do a little bit of into the hollywood groove yeah Ho- um holiday is just perfect i mean you, you can't change perfection why would you want to change that song it's a total classic of 40 years as, as we all know um um but the, the, to get back to your point about the kind of the poignancy of it the sad bits were how can i put this the, the, the sad bits were very kind of um explicit in what they were about like the hiv and the aids like the tributes to the the fallen from HIV and AIDS were very explicit and obviously mm-hmm. like even pictures of people like Sinead O'Connor and which I thought was a lovely touch like to have something about Sinead I didn't notice anything for Whitney Houston I don't know if I was wrong or maybe I know that Madonna's got the greatest of respect for, for Whitney Houston and her, her legacy so um, you can't mention everybody obviously do you know of what course. I mean you've got a limited yeah. it's not realistic to think you're going to mention everyone but um, it was just something that I noticed and I, I loved the, the Michael Jackson thing as well, um, um, but I think the the, the, the kind of when you're talking about the kind of the the poignancy of the, the the looking back part, the sad parts for me all had a really good purpose, mm-hmm. um, um, like live to tell and um, uh, mother and father is mind blowing. Die another day is just oh. Uh, I can't describe how amazing it is. Yeah. To me, like Die Another Day with a pointy heart and stuff. Remember when she went to, was it the Grammys? And she said that David had chosen her outfit and she wore quite a masculine white shirt, a black tie, and then the, the kind of... Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It reminds me of that almost. It's it's almost like, and I mean this in a, in a, in a respectful way, it's almost like a scene from a creepy Netflix series the way that she dances around and it's kind of witchy but it's sexy it's just mind-blowing um mm-hmm. yeah uh, i'm course. curious to, i i mean i would love to know endlessly love to know what the set list was before she was in the hospital you know like yeah. it revved to go i mean that show was two weeks away from opening and you have to wonder like was she planning to do die another day or did she toss that in after the hospital, you know, like, I'm just, I'm curious yeah. to know like what songs, because the set list is so appropriate to yeah. her. And we know she loves to do that. I mean, you know, confessions with falling off the horse and so much of it was so appropriate mm-hmm. for where she was in her life. And I'm like, I can't imagine that it was the same story arc per se of maybe mm-hmm. some, a song here or there. I mean, for the most yes. part, I'm sure. Absolutely, for the most part, I'm sure. And I, all, all, uh, to that point, on the way home, I was kind of wondering, because I was trying to be detached and not kind of obviously clearly, I mean, I've loved every single second of the last two nights, but I'm trying to, I was trying to think about it from a kind of detached perspective or a more casual fan's perspective, because obviously 
there's loads of casual fans here as well. Yeah. Um, um, having a, having a brilliant time, and I was sat next to a couple of them, and the, like in the, in the, the first night, and some in the pits, um, and they did ask. They were like, "Oh, did she not play Material Girl?" I thought they would make she would make more of them like a version of Material Girl, and I wonder if maybe. And I also thought personally, the Confessions album was slightly underrepresented. You've got hung up, but sorry, for example, or get together right. could have been such incredible last tracks like get together I, I mean it's just and Stuart Price would have had a field day remixing that I'm sure yeah. but then Ray of Light was, is so dancey Ray of Light is so incredible and Bedtime Stories is trancy so we can't say that the dance box isn't tick she's just doing it in a slightly abstract way and funnily enough I've never been a personally a huge fan of the song Ray of Light which I know is a really unpopular opinion I've always loved that opening melody bit but I've just found the I've never somehow it's just never really gone anywhere on me. I respect it's a brilliant bit of work, it's just not a personal favourite. But had that you, had you that seen, she's playing. Had you seen um Madonna in the Roxy in nineteen ninety-eight with me? Yes. You would think I, I differently. Would, you yes, would think yes, differently yes. about Ray of Light, trust yes, me. Yes, I'm sure. I think because um, it was like this amazing, like it was the first time I heard that song. Yes. You know, and she's doing a 10-minute version of the, of that and I was like you'd never heard it and yeah. she's literally four feet in front of you and she's yeah. grabbing your hand and it's like I think you know experience obviously affects absolutely how people love a song we say it all the time that's why she was up against an insurmountable task with this show is yes so many people oh yeah have personal attachments to songs and it's like yes if the one song that they happen to have an attachment to doesn't get sung they're going to be yeah. like crushed so i get it you yeah. know yeah there's nothing there's nothing that i was desperate to hear that i didn't hear i think um crazy for you is a lovely touch um and i think mother and father is um really the slightly kind of mournful kind of country and western twang that's put yeah. on mother and father she loves doing that joy. she loves a, yeah. a good country i mean i you know i think she's i heard her in some of the live footage that i saw she slips into that sort of yeah. southern twang voice yeah. again uh, yeah and she does the whole clown thing and she's like ah, i'm not gonna hurt you stay away from guns kids and it's just uh, it's just adorable so innocent and again I just want, like, if there's one message I think that you take away from it, it's just a kind of joy de vivre, if you like, for life. And there's, mm-hmm. there's no cynicism. There's no bitterness in it. There's no sarcasm with the audience. There's not a huge amount of participation. Um, I which say could it's a, change. Which yeah, could yeah, change. absolutely. We all know that that changes. As a tour goes on, she's more relaxed. She's got a bit more chat time. Um, as it's well, she certainly can't chat in London. In no, London, no, no. they're probably like, "Come on, Madonna, let's go, let's go." <laughs> she must have that in her ear constantly. Yeah. So, um, I just it's all all at once. It, the, the overall impression that I get from the show is that it's unfamiliar, it's different, it's uncharacteristic, but also at the same time, it's immediately Madonna and it's immediately resonating. It's just oh. Completely and utterly up there for me. Um, so, will you be seeing it again? Yes, I go to Stockholm, um, back in the pits for Stockholm, and then I'm going to Cologne um, uh-huh. and Amsterdam. So nice. that's that's my little that's my little European jaunt, um, and I'm just I'm really excited to see the changes as I track the European. 
yeah, I'll be curious see to what see, changes. I'll be curious to see if we actually get some extra songs. Like that's yeah. uh, again, the rumor is that there were four songs that she did not sing last night and certainly not yeah. tonight. Uh, yeah. I'll be curious to see if that actually does happen or if the set list changes in any way, shape or form. Um, because I would love to, I, well, so what did you think of last night's abrupt ending? You know, did you, do you think there was more that was meant to happen and they just couldn't? Because I was a little bit further back from the show. Um, I was, really kind of grateful if you like that I could see so much from my vantage point for the first night so I think I was probably overwhelmed with all the feelings of um kind of that first night and not knowing what to expect so I wasn't um sort of on the lookout or alert for an abrupt ending but when other people said to me oh I feel as if it ended abruptly I thought I can see without why they would think that because it did just end I didn't I know that oftentimes she's not done an encore but the way that it finished was just quite um um, quite a little bit meek, maybe mm-hmm. it might be fair to say. It didn't have the, the. It didn't have the. the boom. Res- the, yeah, the like what we know her to do. You know. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, um, and she sets the bar so high. She's a victim of her own success. It's a cliche, but it's true because we all expect a mind-boggling kind of array of. We, she set the bar so high that it's very hard for her to beat herself all the time. Yeah. Um, and let's be honest, she charges a lot for tickets. There's no denying people are only right to expect a high standard of production. But um, this this show is is completely and utterly up there. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you think of the opening? Were you happy with Nothing Really Matters? Yes, very. Extremely. The way it's done is really graceful. The dancing that she does is... Um, just really kind of on point and the sort of halo thing around her um, and the way that the lighting and that kind of circular, it's futuristic, but it's, um, it's, it's a, and nothing really matters. It's still very true to the original. Um, So it's not been kind of meddled with and it's a gorgeous song underrepresented. So I was delighted to have that as an opening. Um, um, I thought burning up, I really enjoyed it. Um, I think, we've had it quite a bit. I don't, I, I, but equally, I understand how important that song is to her finding herself as a musician. Mm-hmm. And it was the first song that she wrote. Um, so I, I completely respect its place in the set list. I guess just when we've seen her live a few times, you've kind of heard it performed quite a lot. Sure. Yeah. Also- I mean, that's, I mean, I sort of cherry pick on the songs that we've sort of, we've heard a lot from her mm-hmm. in tours where it's like, yeah. we've heard burning up a lot. We've heard human nature a lot. You know, there's, there's a couple songs where I'm like, I don't know if we need to hear this again, but yeah. it's her show. If she feels tied to those songs, whether it be for personal reasons or, because she just likes them, uh, yeah. you know, then far be it for me to be like, don't do them. You know, I, I mean, I, and I get it. Like she's telling a story and if that's the yeah. story that she wants to tell with the certain songs, then that's fine. I mean, there's so many highlights on yes. that set list that I, I'm like, it far be it for me to be like, I don't think this should be here. I don't think, I think that should be here. You know, like it's not yeah. my show. So, and to go back to what you were saying, Stefan, like, the experience of a song like when you hear like you at the Roxy with Ray of Light we also have to remember that as a sensitive artistic intelligent person when Madonna's in the space that she's writing a song or she's creating a song if that if performing it on stage takes her back to that positive place it's only natural that she's going to want to include that 
Um, yeah. There's so many kind of overlooked songs from Who's That Girl, like Look of Love, for example, which is a personal favourite of mine. Um, but, you know, perhaps you could speculate and say that may not have been a hugely kind of happy period in her life. So right. she may not want to go back to, you know, to sing those kind of mournful songs. Um but, you know, I, I mean, my kind of, um, my sad dad taste in music is totally justified um, with the ballads that we've got. And Live to Tell is just... No, it's gorgeous. So, it's gorgeous. Uh, and again, really true to the original. And the way that she goes back in time and, um, you know, the mother and father again, you know, it's got a kind of ballad edge to it. So it's just... Um, I felt really fulfilled seeing mm. both nights. And um, yeah, obviously, of course, I would have, we always want a little bit more, but we still did get two hours tonight. Um, so it's not like it was. It's not like you were um, shortchanged. Like you were just, you oh. watched an hour and then people were like, get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We still got two, you know, we still got two hours of, I think two hours of a live show. Given the condition that Madonna was in in the summer. Right, exactly. You know, I mean, like, look, the woman's had a hip replacement. Yeah. And she was in the hospital with a bacterial infection. It's like the fact that she's up on stage performing multiple numbers in costumes and wigs and up in the air and this and that's like just be happy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like she looks amazing. She looks amazing. Amazing. She looks amazing. Her arms remind me of when she was in a league of their own. She just looks so cut. I like um, that they do a little nod to a league of their own in that in that moment. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yes, yes, oh, yes. There's like somebody dressed as a as <laughs> saw a that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I loved it. Um, and I also like, you know, like going back to what you were saying about did she perhaps um put some things in after her after her episode this summer? Obviously, she wears that kind of red slip that you've seen in 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 the photos. And um I wondered if maybe if that was a nod back to because remember she would say that she would climb in between her mum and dad and she would go to sleep with her mum's rubbing her mum's nightgown. Oh, yes. And I wondered if maybe, because I think I read somewhere she said it was a red silky nightgown. Oh, it just okay. came to my mind, especially with mother and father being in it. But um, while, while she's got that outfit on, Justify My Love is uh, incredible from the boxing ring mm -hmm. and the, all the close-ups with Josh Popper as well are just really kind beautiful of in that. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. Actually, there's a lot yeah. of beautiful men happening on stage with her. I'm there really is. Thank you, Madonna. Always, always yeah. happy that she always has beautiful people on stage. Yeah, and a lot of them forgot to put a lot of clothes on as well. It's really a shame. <laughs> like, it must be really cold in London. <laughs> um, but that whole kind of, that that whole scene where she's got her hair, like, short, that gorgeous kind of wig, and she's got the red. It's, it reminds me a little bit of, like, if the Blame It on Rio photo shoot yes. came to life. Yeah. It, it take really kind of, it's that kind of suppressed kind of... So that was a gorgeous like, photo shoot. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And it's almost like that kind of suppressed, almost like a 1950s housewife left alone too much. Yeah. Like revisiting the sex book again. And oh, it's just, it's, and of course, Bad Girl. I mean, such a high point. And to see Mercy really confident and smiling. And the twins have grown up so much. The twins are like pointing and smiling at people, everybody in the pit. Well, and David and, was on stage, I saw as well. Of course. Yeah, he handles it very well. He's very calm, very, he seemed very unflappable. And well, they've, been, they've it. grown up with her, you know, yeah, I mean, they were around show. I'm sure they've been performing, you know, on stage, even when we're not seeing them, you know, constantly. So good for them. Yeah. Did you, uh, let me, let me ask you, did you buy any merch? I did actually. And I thought you may want to see it. So I, I sure um, bring it out. I, I love, I love looking at some good merch. So I, okay, I love so this t-shirt. It looks good on this, you. Yeah. I like it. 
This takes me back to watching the Virgin tour because when Gambler is played, they have a close up of all the t-shirts. I'm sure you remember, and um, you know somebody's wearing this t-shirt. So as soon as I saw it, I wanted it. The white t-shirts are really nice. I would say, a personal opinion, they look a bit. To me, they look a little bit kind of like vintage wash. The white is not is not a brilliant white. Mm. So it's just a personal choice if you like that or if you want like. It that looks a little of, worn already. Yeah, they're a bit pre-worn looking. Yeah, so I. For a friend, I bought the makeup compact thing. It's a mirror. Um, nice. You don't have to. So, open it. have you friend. seen? Yeah, yeah. No, it's okay. She she will totally <laughs> she will totally get it. I'll show oh, you. I, I, look, I know some Madonna fans are very particular about opening their boxes. So no. <laughs> so it says celebration tour. Uh huh. And then it's just a mirror on either side. Nice. Um, I didn't. It's really interesting know what... how much they're using the blonde ambition Madonna. Yeah symbol yeah, like, there's loads of it's that. weird that they're doing that like i guess they don't have an and i mean there's no real m for for this right i mean it's mm-hmm. the, i mean the celebration logo is kind of they're not really utilizing it as much no 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 and like you said there's not really definitive there's not really definitive logo as such for this tour actually one when you talk at the merchandise do you i'm sure you've seen it um there is the maripole bracelets the maripole oh bracelets we have you seen that yes yes the jelly bracelets that they're selling uh, for like 50 dollars. i was like somebody messaged me today they're like those are like five cents yeah. in like on when e- you buy eBay. them when you buy them <laughs> like in bulk retail it's like yeah. they're like five cents like you could go and get them for like six dollars on amazon uh, right now this is true and this i'm like true. so clearly just like the markup is insane are people buying those some people are yeah some people are. i mean i think the nicest thing about it is a little polaroid of maripol and madonna together they i mean i i also love just it reminds me that the the montage that they do um, of everything that Madonna's achieved so far. Um, it, I, I really love it. It's really comprehensive. It's really deep. I, I would have loved if maybe Maripol and like um, um, uh, um, Erica Bell, for example, had had like even a little excerpt or a little yeah. couple of minutes on that, but you can't include everyone. We've got to remember no, there's like course. so many years. And this is a other thing that I think is a good purchase. There's 500 of them. It's a limited oh, edition. Oh, they're numbered, right? The five hundred, yeah. And um, I don't know how if there's going to be any left by the time the tour gets to the US. Um, but they may have something as a maybe they might have something substitute. new. Yeah. Exactly. But look, I'm going to show you this quickly because you get. Oh, nice! That's, that's a personal favorite of mine. The George Love Holt that photo of, uh, shoot. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Oh, wow! So there's a bunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and oh, I love that. The shoot. erotic, yes. oh my god, it's so good. It's such. I remember when that shoot came out in Rolling Stone. I did not like yeah. it because I was like, "What is she doing? Why is she doing this?" <laughs> and now I just love it. I'm like, it's so yeah. ballsy and different, and not, like, yeah. it's so not pretty and very vaudeville. Yeah. Also, you know, like very vaudeville. Yes, uh-huh. that's. I mean, I was like, I was a kid when that came out, and so like, I wasn't able to appreciate. The of homage, course. you mm-hmm. know, but yes, it's like, yes, that's, yes. that's what I love is like seeing that she's, you know, a tip of the hat to that era of, you yeah. know, like the twenties and thirties. It's, it's kind of fun. I think um, that's one of the amazing things about Madonna. She's never scared to acknowledge who's influenced her. She never keeps it a secret and she's uh, educated all of us so much, not 
just about her and her life, but about the people that have been like Frida Kahlo and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And, of the, you know, uh, Tallulah Bankhead and all these kind of really revolutionary figures that I might not have discovered had I not, you know, paid attention to, you know, um, her art and, you know, her life story and stuff. And I always think that's such a worthwhile kind of legacy that she leaves almost as a byproduct of who she is. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Well, you're a very smart Madonna fan. Oh, I don't know about very, that. Very, very eloquent. People would disagree with you. About Con- that. Considering that it's late, it's late in the night over there. It's uh, you're 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 speaking very eloquently. So, thank you, thank you for imparting your wisdom tonight. Um, I I know that you have to get to bed and uh, come down off your celebration high. I'll let you go back to posting on Instagram in just a second. But uh, we did not get to this the last time you were on the show, so we're getting to it now. Yes, I was for, praying you would remember, but I didn't want to ask you. It's time for a little segment we like to call the lightning round. So, oh, as you know, so fulfilling. these answers are meant to be quick off the top of your head, wherever you're at in your Madonna journey today. Don't think okay. too quick. Favorite Madonna song? Um, I was thinking about this yesterday, and I... Um, Don't think too much. The look of love. The look of love. Nice. Favorite Madonna album? True Blue. Hmm. Okay. Favorite Madonna music video? Lucky Star. Oh, classic. Favorite Madonna tour? Confessions Tour is my all-time favorite. Um, yeah, it's a good one. That's, uh, a, lot of, a lot of people say that. Favorite? I, I fa- think, oh. well, sorry, I was just going to say, like we say, I, I was at such an innocent part of my fandom then. Seeing her live was still such a huge novelty. And it was so before social media that it was so, yeah. it was so fresh. It was a different world then. Oh, totally. That that, yeah. that plays a massive part into it. Yeah, I think um, that was like, I mean, people weren't bringing phones in. You, no. know, you, you didn't have good phones to take pictures. No. So it was and like... I, I, I can't stress enough how much the Celebration Tour is up there with confessions. Oh. Well, I, I, I really, that that is completely and utterly, I was about to say Celebration Tour, but I didn't want to be predictable, but it is literally, the, the, you know, directly under there. Favorite Madonna movie? Desperately seeking Susan. Good going, stranger. Favorite Madonna <laughs> look, and this can be from a tour, a photo shoot, a video. Now, this one I can answer really quickly. It is the Brian Aris nineteen eighty four shoot with an orange mohair jumper. Oh, um, and I know it. The board, the trousers with the zips on the knee that she wore in the Virgin Tour program also, and the brown 1980s kind of open-toed sandals. And that orange jumper was bought from Camden Market. Her and Erica Bell went and bought them both together. And then Martin Burgoyne wears that orange jumper at the very end of the Material Girl video to make her laugh on set, apparently. Oh, wow. So you've got some insights as well. I, I, I just, I loved that. I loved that shoot as a kid. And um, I, luckily, I still I still have the poster. It's looking you at me right now. You need to hunt down that jumpsuit. You need to hunt down that jumper and see if you can find. It. I'm sure it's yeah. going to be somewhere, right? It must be somewhere in the vaults, right? I bet you Erica has got it. She's got it in her in, in her in the back of her closet or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, everybody, that's our show for today. John, thanks for, so much for joining us. I know it's late for you. Not and at all. Anytime. Thank your you for impressions me. of the second night in London. Tell everyone where they can find you on social so they can see what you're posting. Oh, sure. My personal socials is at J-O-N-N-O-P, which is John O-P, and I'll be posting lots from the last couple of nights there. And I have a Madonna 
Instagram collection kind of page, which is at Madonna Collection London. So feel free to um, follow both of them, and I will post from I will post excerpts from the tour on both. Nice. Well, and remember, everybody, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Threads at MLVC Podcast. If you haven't subscribed to this YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button so you never miss a video. We're going to be going live quite frequently during the run of the celebration tour speaking with other fine upstanding individuals such as john and uh what they think about the celebration tour if you'd like to donate to the show help keep this show going we're on venmo at mlvc podcast thank you again john so much this is wonderful everybody we will uh see you next time <laughs>